You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll, to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Grammar Girl here. I love rules. And I believe that humans are wired to see patterns, even where patterns don't exist. So it's no surprise that I'm a sucker for headlines like this one. Scientists find the secret to writing a best-selling novel. The researchers claim that their computer model can predict which novels will be successful with 84% accuracy. When that secret is tied to parts of speech, I'm even more intrigued. The first rule they say they've uncovered is to use certain parts of speech. The Stony Brook researchers found that successful novels contained more prepositions, nouns, pronouns, determiners and adjectives than less successful novels, and that, quote, less successful books are characterized by a higher percentage of verbs, adverbs, and foreign words, unquote. In the adventure genre, they broke down verbs further. Books with thinking or quoting verbs, such as recognized, remembered, and said, were more successful than books with more emotional, action-oriented verbs, such as went, glare, shout, and jump. They noted that these part-of-speech markers suggest that successful novels tend to be written in a more journalistic style than less successful novels, which tend to have more sentiment-laden words. An author and writing teacher I like named David Farland wrote about the study and noted that books with lots of nouns and adjectives could be spending more time developing the setting, something he recommends that authors do to transport their readers into the book. The second rule the study would suggest is use complex sentence structures. By looking at clauses instead of individual words, the researchers found that novels with a lot of complex sentences and inverted sentences were more successful than novels that relied on simpler sentences. And an inverted sentence is one where the predicate comes before the subject, something like, past the river sat the treasure. This finding may contribute in part to their counterintuitive finding that novels with high readability scores were actually less successful. And the third rule may be use first person. Again, in the category of books they defined as the adventure genre, self-referential words such as I, me, and my appeared more often in the successful novels. Since most of the novels in their data set seem to predate the current trend of writing novels in first person, it makes me wonder what it all means. Were early authors who wrote in first person more likely to be successful and nobody noticed it before? 
Unfortunately, by email, Yijin Choi, one of the authors of the study, said that she didn't know whether the books that contained the self-referential words were actually written in the first person. So we have all these rules that maybe contribute to success in novels, but there are some problems. Actually, quite a few. So first, correlation does not equal causation. That you can go back and find certain patterns shared by successful novels does not mean that if you include these patterns in your novels, they'll be successful. If all people who live to be a hundred smoke cigarettes, it does not follow that cigarette smoking leads to a long life. It's just a correlation, and correlations happen all the time without meaning anything. Also, the researchers' model is based mostly on old books. Most of their novels came from Project Gutenberg, and the researchers used download counts as a measure of success. Since many modern books aren't available at Project Gutenberg, the sample was biased toward older books. As Farland noted in the Daily Kick that he wrote about the study, quote, "A Tale of Two Cities" was a bestseller 150 years ago. Writing styles change over time, and what worked in 1910 doesn't work well today. Unquote. So the researchers were using a definition of success that may not hold true in today's market. The researchers did take their prediction algorithm based on the Project Gutenberg sample and apply it to a handful of modern novels, and found that it seemed to have predictive value for modern books. The most glaring failure, however, was the model's prediction that Dan Brown's book, *The Lost Symbol*, would be less successful, and that book was a clear commercial success. The researchers noted that using Project Gutenberg books to build their algorithm was likely to bias it in favor of literary success rather than modern commercial success. Another problem is that some of these rules are not universal. I couldn't tease out the specifics from the paper, but the authors noted that quote some elements of successful styles are genre dependent, while others are more universal unquote. Again, by email, Choi said that they didn't have a good understanding of why some genres were different, which is why they didn't discuss it in the article beyond saying that there were differences, and they hope to do more research on it in the future with a bigger set of books. Finally, other things will matter too, as Farland noted in his blog post. There's a lot more to a successful novel than word choice and sentence structure, emotions the book evokes. Resonance it has with past works and social trends, just to name a few. So studies like this are always interesting, and there's no harm in using the findings as a check for your own work. Am I relying too heavily on simple sentences? Am I overdoing the adverbs and so on? But you certainly wouldn't want to load up your novel with inverted sentences, such as "past the river, sat the treasure," just because this study found a correlation with those kind of sentences in success. Just be sure you combine the knowledge from this study with all the other great advice out there, and realize that there probably aren't any one or two powerful secrets to writing a bestseller. It's still a combination of skill, practice, hard work, and most of all. Luck. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find a transcript of this podcast and hundreds of other language articles at QuickAndDirtyTips.com. 
And you can also follow me on Twitter, where I tweet as Grammar Girl. That's all. Thanks for listening. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. Medela, the mark of the fight. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.